What's up, Earthlings, and welcome to the first episode of the ET Podcast. Uh, The reason I decided to name it the ET Podcast is just my views, the way I move, the way I do things in life are not of this world. I'm not a very societal nor worldly person. I do things that are just unfathomable, so to say. And we'll get more into that later. But I just felt like that was a perfect fit. I did have another name for it. And I completely restructured everything off of the new name because I just, you know, I was just so much more sold on the second rather than the first name I had picked out. So here we are. And welcome to the ET podcast. Uh, How I want to do the ET podcast or how I want to do the episodes is I just want to have an overarching topic and we'll discuss, dissect, we'll get into it. I'll talk about experiences. I'll draw questions from listeners or just from my social media platforms. And we'll just go from there and see how it goes. As I not only figure out podcasting life, but invest in my podcast setup, It doesn't sound bad now. I don't, you know, need a lot, but I would like to invest in a couple of things for better quality. So just bear with me on that. However, I do know that I just have a word to get out here. So we gonna get into it. All right. So I figured for the first episode, I would, or the first topic of the first episode, there we go, would be communication. I feel like it's a great place to start due to the fact that this is some form of communication. I'm communicating to you guys, you will be communicating to me. So I just want to make sure that at the root of it all, um, we talk about communication and how it goes and how you feel about it, how I feel about it. And just a couple of things I want to touch on. Uh, I do have notes written down, but this is not a scripted episode. So it's going to be a lot of ums until I get my shit together. Um, So, already. So, a couple of things I've written down that I want to discuss are um, communication as in talking to be heard and understood versus talking to be seen and noticed or getting attention. Um, Talking to versus talking at. And just a lot of examples of those things. And I'll get right into it because talking to versus talking at is so critical and crucial. And really just on the basis of interpersonal relationships, because I don't really want to get into like work relationships and all of these divides. I just want to talk about interpersonal relationships. Talking to versus talking at can make a big difference on how you're being received. And um, I just think it's very important to... You know, not only check your tone, but check to see if you're talking to someone or you're talking at someone. And I noticed, especially with having a child, and we tend to talk at children and not to children. So, and I've actually corrected that in my mothering process. I am a very talk to instead of talk at, especially as he got older. My son is 13 going on 14, which blows my mind. Um, Yeah, so I think as parents and, you know, sometimes we mix those things. Like, so sometimes we're so used to talking at the children that we tend to talk at others as if they are children. And that's what I always remind people when I found them talking at me was that I'm not a child. You're not gonna motherfucking talk to me like that. So that's what I think it is, is sometimes I feel like we just, we have to know our divide. We have to 
know that dealing with one person is not dealing with everyone. So it's a very kind of thin line between love and hate. And you have to, you know, not necessarily deal with people, but take on people as they are, as they come to you and not how you deal with others. So that's very important. And so, yeah, talking to versus talking at. Now, when it comes to talking to be heard and understood versus talking to be seen and noticed, that can be a very frustrating situation because when you're dealing with someone who is talking to be heard and understood, it is a very connected kind of communication. Like you, even if you don't agree, it's still connected. And when it comes to talking to be seen and noticed, there is no connection because one, they're not seeking a connection. They're just seeking attention. And so you really have to almost delineate where they're at with it as well as where you're at with it and just figure out whether you want to deal with that or even have that communication because communication is great, but it's not always necessary because, I mean, there are people out there that will never understand you or that will be there just to... um throw shade your way, so to say, or just not to be understood, not trying to have any understanding, not trying to learn anything, not trying to educate nor be educated. They're just there just to argue, just to create a problem. And I've ran into it plenty of times. It's very frustrating. So like I said, all you want to do is just really figure out if you want to deal with that person all together um, there are times when you can talk to people and let them know, hey, I noticed this about you. I don't know if you notice this about you, but you may want to work on it. Because what I'm not going to do is deal with it. And I mean, that's up to them whether they're going to, you know, want to change because they do want to keep you in their life or whether they're just like, hey, that's who I am. I know that. I know I'm, I know I'm doing what I'm doing. So, you know, I guess at the even at the very beginning, if we want to go back to say, when it comes to communication, make sure it's someone that you can communicate with. That's, that's very important. So once you figure out if you really want to communicate with someone, um, you have to remember, I mean, really kind of a lot of things, but they should come naturally once you practice them. But the way that we've been brought up and taught in the education system, I just don't believe has been beneficial to anything that we are doing. I really didn't learn about communication until I started college, which I think was in 2015, which I have not finished and gotten my degree yet, but I will be going back for that soon. Um, But I didn't really learn about communication until I took a communications class. And uh, I think an argumentation class and also psychology classes. I think I took psychology one and psychology two. So it's just a lot of things that you got you you need to mentally practice if you want to have better communication, not only going out, but coming in. So, I mean, uh, there's a few things that I have listed here, such as listening and processing critical thinking. You have to have understanding. You have to have active talking as well as active listening, you know, critical hearing. And like I said before, critical thinking. So it's like always, it goes both ways, so to say, and trust, accountability, equanimity. And you also have to really realize that in a space of communication, the best, the best way to figure out whether I want to communicate with someone or whether it's I I have to figure out whether the space like I like a very non-dominant non-egotistical space like a very open space like yes we can be those things any other time but right now we're trying to have a discussion so let's just 
let's just be open. Let's just be open because we realize that we're here to have a discussion because there's obviously some some sort of, I wouldn't say tension, but some sort of, you know, two, there's two sides. So let's be open instead of having those, you know, being dominant in what you already know and thinking that's the, that's the only way and that's the one way. That's, so that's what I like. I like a very open space. And people ask me often why I do not communicate with them or why I don't talk to them or why I'm quiet. It's because I realize that it is a very, and I'm a very dominant person. And it's not that I, I mind being dominant in another dominant person's space. It's not that. But when it comes to communication, I just know where to place myself and where not to place myself. And also when I hear people talk about certain things, I realize that uh, others care about things that I don't. Like things that I hold near and dear to me or important to me or are morals to me are not the same for a lot of people in this world. And so um, I've expressed it plenty of times, but I've just learned that it's not for everybody to hear nor experience. So I just kind of keep to myself on that note because, uh, you know, I'm just... I'm very particular on who I discuss and open up to. And that's another reason I started this podcast is because, you know, I feel like I'm not having the interactions and the conversations that I want to. And there's a lot of things, like I said, that I want to say and I want to get out there. So I feel like this is a perfect thing for it because I don't have to have somebody to say it to. But I do want to actually say it out loud. And I do journal a lot, but I didn't want to just write it down in my journal. I want it to be expressive and I want people to be able to hear it. But they don't have to if they don't want to. And that's the beautiful thing about podcasting. You can tune in if you want to and you don't have to if you don't want to. So, yeah. So another part of communication that I wanted to speak on, which is really like top tier number one when it comes to talking about communication and it's listening. Listening is a huge part of communication and I think people realize it, but people fail to actively practice it. People think that Communication is only about the exchange. And like I said uh, before, it takes listening and processing, critical thinking, active listening and active talking. And it's not just about you say, I say, you say, I say, that's it. Because then where do you really get if there's no listening and no processing and no discussion about the in-between where where you guys are either missing the tea together or where you want to come together on the subject. And there's like uh, plenty of, um, I guess, in careers, which I, I really am just talking about communication based on interpersonal relationships, but just as examples when it comes to like um, actors and uh, saying their lines and stuff. Yes, it's about speaking, but it's majority about listening. They have to wait to know when to come in with their lines because they're waiting for someone to finish or they're waiting for their cue or they're waiting for, you know, um, someone to tell them or someone to hand gesture them or they, you know, they have to wait for someone or something to know when to jump in. And the same thing goes for, say, interviewers. Interviewers have questions, but the ones that come from listening in the moment while you are interviewing the person that you're interviewing and the questions that aren't prepared that come naturally from listening and processing and gathering your own information are are normally the best questions. Like you can come in with prepared questions. That's great and all. But when it comes to really interviewing, the best thing to do is to listen and to gather your own questions off of what they're saying and ask them maybe something they've never been asked before. You know, communication is all about exploring and getting to new spaces and places but 
you can't get there if you're not willing to open up or if you're not willing to explore those places. Now, when it comes to getting to those spaces and places of communication where you can explore and come to terms or come to this new space together, or you can learn from someone or they can learn from you, you really have to know who you are as a communicator. And there are different types of communication styles, which I think we've all heard of most of them, if not all of them. But you really have to figure out where you're at as far as your communication style, figure out where you want to be, like what what communication style helps you get your message out there and also helps you to receive messages as well. Um, certain styles of communication would be assertive, passive, aggressive, or even passive aggressive. And I mean, we can dive into these a little bit. The assertive communication style is probably the best and most effective. It's like an open communication without being overbearing or without doing too much. You know, assertive is to the point, but also just not aggressive, not quite too aggressive. Now, a passive communication style, um, it really fails to express your feelings and your needs, and it allows others to kind of express it for you. And being passive, it really gets you nowhere when coming to communicating, because you're not, you're not expressing yourself. You're being passive about everything that you want and just kind of going with the flock, you know, just being another sheep in the herd. You're just doing what everybody else is doing. And being passive, like I said, will get you nowhere in communication, will get you nowhere in life, will get you nowhere in relationships, especially interpersonal. I find that some people tend to be just passive at work or just passive in interpersonal. And I mean, I feel like you can get by with just being passive at work as long as you don't let it leak into your normal life but that tends to happen as well and then you be attend to be passive aggressive all the time and now you're not even who you want to be do you even know who you are like being passive aggressive is like a deep deep dark rabbit hole that you probably don't want to go down um the next one aggressive communication style Whew. I feel like in my younger days that's exactly what I was I was a very aggressive communicator and there are reasons for that, which we're going to get into in a second, which I guess I'll go ahead and state that the reasons behind that have to do a lot with abuse, whether it be mental, physical, or emotional. It doesn't matter. It, I just know that it had to do a lot with that. So the way that I chose to communicate was an aggressive style, which is kind of like loud speaking, demanding voice, intensive eye contact. You're like dominating. You want to control others. Very blaming and intimidating. You like to criticize others sometimes even yourself. Uh, very threatening and attacking. That's how I was when I was in high school. And I remember that vividly. And it was just not a place that I would ever want to go back to. <clears throat> I don't think I ever did anything <clears throat> extremely out of line. However, just being in that manner and compared to where I've grown to now lets me know that you really, like I said before, you have to decide where you're at with your communication style and just where you want to go with it. An aggressive communication style also, like, fails to listen. And like I said, that's top tier. That's number one. When you're aggressive, you're just giving, 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 never taking, never stopping, never thinking. You're just constantly aggress aggressive over everything. And so it becomes very toxic, you know. And that's another deep, dark rabbit hole in another form that you just don't want to go down. And then as far as passive-aggressive... Um, 
how's the best way to describe this? It's kind of like a built-up resentment that will eventually lead to someone acting out in subtle or indirect ways. Um, I've noticed people like to kind of mutter to themselves rather than confront others. Um, What else? How else can I describe this? They have really passive-aggressive style. Uh, People have difficulty acknowledging their anger. Uh, They put it off as something else or they just completely ignore it. They like to use body language instead of vocalizing how they feel. So it becomes, again, very, uh, very toxic. That's the best word that I can use for it. Like, that's the last thing that you want to do is not be vocal about how you feel, who you are, what you want. You know, it's very important to be that way because we're individuals, as we know. But nobody's going to know how you are as an individual if you don't tell someone. So... Yeah, as I stated before, with communication styles, you really have to figure out like who you are as a communicator, but that can be affected by a lot in life, a lot by your upbringing and a lot by um you know who you were around and how they treated you or how they acted and what you watched and what you were you know taught as well in school and the type of friends you kept around and things like that. Everything affects who you are as a person. So figuring out yourself as a communicator, it just figuring out yourself period requires you to face yourself in ways that you may have thought you weren't ready for but it really helps you get to the next level and that's what most people are afraid to face is themselves or things that they've gone through to make them who they are but if you don't face them you can't get to who you want to be and that's on a on a huge scale but on the scale of communication that's what I'm speaking of like You want to make sure that all the things that may have affected you, and maybe not even all of them, but you need to begin to address them because otherwise your your communication is affected in some sorts and then you can't get out the message that you want and therefore you're not receiving the help or the communication back that you need. So you just have to kind of figure yourself out. And that's where I'm at in life. And I'm actually, I I feel like I started this journey of figuring myself out, I'd say over a year and a half, maybe even two years ago, but it's really getting like into the, the juiciness of it. So, um, I know one thing that has affected my communication. And as I mentioned before, when I was talking about aggressive communication style and how that's, that's how I was when I was younger. And it had a lot to do with the abuse that I received. And, um, I've received, I, I feel like every kind of abuse, which most people have, and that's not a good thing, but I just want to say that just so it's not like a, I just me, you know, I know most people have experienced at least one type of abuse, if not all types of abuse. So the one that I can think of that affected me the most would be from my own mother. And it's just the way that she addressed us as children. And she talked to us or she talked at us and not to us. And it was always as if nothing was good enough. And it was through her own frustrations and use of drugs that she was probably expressing in that manner and not dealing with her own self. But I didn't know that as a child. So the way that she treated me really affected me when I got older and when I was able to really express myself and become who I thought I was, I thought I wanted to be aggressive because I felt like if I gave anybody else a chance to treat me or be the way that my mom was towards me, like... There was no way in hell I was going to do that. So it became 
very, very imperative that I avoid that at all costs. So I figured I'd just jump on the aggressive train and choo-choo, chug right the fuck along because I thought that was going to help me. And when it be, when it came to the aggressive communication style, let me tell you, like, I may have protected myself for so long, but not in the ways that I needed to. Like, not only was I protecting myself, but I was keeping myself from a lot of things that I probably needed and, um... Or would it help me, so to say? I didn't necessarily need them because I'm here without them, but they would have helped me along the way. But because of how I was communicating, I wasn't receiving what I needed to receive because I wasn't giving out what I needed to give out. And that's just something I really, truly believe in. So when it comes to communication, it's not just a give and take. It's not just, you know, just a talking and you don't really take anything from it. No, communication is very in-depth. And I feel like at to have the greatest communication, you have to know how to communicate with yourself about yourself in order to communicate with others, not only about yourself, but about this world. Okay, Earthlings, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the ET Podcast. This one was a little bit shorter than I intended or expected, but I'd rather not ramble on. I'd rather have a little bit of structure to my episode. So we're going to end it here. And I'm sure in the future, as I record more, my episodes will get a little bit more lengthy. So just bear with me for now. Just getting started. You can subscribe to the ET Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, which on Spotify, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, or you can find it here on Anchor, where I actually record this podcast. This week, we discuss communication. Again, next week, we will discuss harassment. If there's anything that you want to comment on as far as the show or even subjects that you want to suggest, or you just want to get a hold of me, you can leave me a voice message. That's the option on our Anchor app. So just leave me a voice message. I'll get to it and we'll address it in the next episode. Tune in each week on Wednesday to get a new episode. Next week, we are going to discuss harassment and all its twists and turns because, baby, let me tell you, it gets deep. There's some surface level, but then there's some really deep stuff. So we're going to get into it next week. Make sure you subscribe to the ET Podcast. Again, anywhere you can find podcasts. So make sure you get on that. You don't want to miss an episode.